Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 7 of Soul Food where we're going to look at one of the spiritual diseases of the heart one of the most critical uh, of the diseases of the heart which is envy so in this episode we'll look at the importance the inherent teaching within Islam about the importance of having open hearts and sound hearts as part of community, as part of the ways that we as human beings and believers need to deal with one another and treat one another. So the importance of having sound hearts on a communal level, and then we'll look at the two kinds of envy, one which is forbidden and one which isn't, and then we'll talk about the way to cure envy, the way that we can practically cure envy uh, with Allah's assistance, inshallah. So Bismillah, let's look at communal importance, the importance of having a good heart as it relates to being part of a community. One thing that's really clear about Islam is that part of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us, part of what we learn from the divine through revelation and through the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, is that Islam is about creating and having and maintaining a healthy relationship with God, with the divine, and also healthy relationships with creation. That the point or the the way that a believer expresses the full and complete and harmonized expression of faith is being good with God and being good with the creation. And one of the phenomenon that we kind of see today is that when people you know, get more religious, a lot of times when people get more religious, they become more hard, more harsh, more hard-hearted, and they cut themselves off from one another. They cut themselves off from their families or from people that they see as less than them or whatever it may be. And this is a disease of false piety, that this isn't the way that a true expression of piety manifests itself a person keeps away from from company that is harmful spiritually and otherwise but they don't cut themselves off and they don't become these harsh and hard-hearted people because of their religion islam is about beautifying and enhancing those relationships not cutting them off and any sort of expression of piety that cuts people off isn't really an authentic form of piety and we see this directly in the words of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, highlighting and emphasizing the importance of having a beautiful heart and dealing with one another. I mean, Islam is beautiful. It's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a lot of the ugliness that we come across or that's focused on a lot of times is not from Islam. So the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, says in a rigorously authenticated hadith, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم 
لا تحاسدوا ولا تقاطعوا ولا تباغضوا ولا تدابروا وكونوا عباد الله إخوانا That the Messenger of God, peace and blessings be upon him, he says, Don't envy one another. Don't envy one another. Don't cut off one another. You know, like that's essentially saying, you know that person? They're, they're, they're dead to me. I have nothing to do with them anymore. I'm cutting them off entirely. Within Islam, you can't do that. You can't do that. Right? So don't cut uh, each other off. Do not hate one another. We just talked about enmity yesterday. Do not turn away from one another. You see someone in the street, be like, oh, I'm going to turn around and act like I don't, didn't see them or I don't know them. And be as servants of God, be brothers and sisters. Be like brothers as servants of God. Right? Be that close to one another. And that is part of the, the unity or the unification of the body of believers as one body, as one soul, as one heart that is directed towards divine, the divine and loves one another. So Islam, you see this here from this hadith and from others, that Islam's not about going into a cave and just worshiping Allah and not having anything to do with anyone else. What it is about is about dealing with real life. Dealing with real life, real relationships, real people. Dealing with real life in the most beautiful and radiant ways possible. In the most beautiful ways a human being should. As part of one's connection to the divine. That Islam is about your worship and connection and obedience to the creator, the Lord who created all of us. And that translates and manifests into beautiful relationships with everything around you. So you see within Islam that there's this intrinsic value that part of our being, part of our spiritual refinement, is that we connect with one another beautifully. And it's not easy, right? These are not easy things. They might sound easy, but when we get into it, you know, there's people that we don't like or people that we don't want to talk to or people that we don't want to see or people who've harmed us or people who've wronged us or whatever it may be. But one thing that we can't deny and one thing that we have to work on is saying, I owe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this responsibility and it's part of my spiritual purification process and I'm going to work on having an open and, and loving heart towards as many people as I possibly can. That brings us now to envy, right? So what does that have to do with envy? Envy is one of those vices, one of those spiritual diseases that corrupts our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, veils us from the divine, but also destroys our relationships. It destroys our relationships, right? And envy is, and envy is closely related to enmity, right? So we've been looking at the last three days, we looked at anger. And if anger festers in the heart, it becomes hatred or enmity. And enmity is the root behind envy. Because if you have a little bit of dislike towards someone, you're more, there's a greater potential 
that you'll express envy towards them. If you love that person, then you won't be envious of them. You'll be happy at whatever good comes their way. Right? So there's an, I hope that you're able to see the interconnectedness, the beauty of Islam in its way of dealing with human beings as they really are in this comprehensive and complete way. We see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God the exalted in the Quran, He tells us about envy and how destructive it is. So He says, أَمْ يَحْسُدُونَ النَّاسَ عَلَى مَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ Are they going to be envious of other people for the bounty that God has granted them? In other words, the reason that envy is such a destructive disease of the heart and needs to be addressed and why we're discussing it in soul food is because essentially on a spiritual level, what envy is, is saying to God, saying to the divine, you don't know where to put your blessings. I see someone who has something that I want and if I express a forbidden kind of envy towards them, what it means, and this is the first kind of envy, right? This is the first category of envy, is wanting what that person has while also wanting it to be taken away from them. So someone, just as an example, someone has a nice car. Someone has a really nice car. You might be someone who's into cars. Or someone, let's just be really honest. Let's be really honest. Someone's beautiful or someone's handsome or someone's fit or someone's rich, whatever it may be, or intelligent. And they have something that we wish we had. Now, envy is saying, I don't want them to have it. I want it for myself, but I don't want them to have it. That's haram. This is forbidden. This is a major spiritual sin. Because it's saying, oh Allah, you decreed and you gave your gifts to whomever you willed. And envy is saying, you didn't do the right, you didn't give it out in the right way. And that's, you know, that's challenging God in his sovereignty. That's challenging God as in his lordship. The spiritual reaction or the spiritual response rather is to say you are the Lord and we are your servants and you are all wise and our wisdom is extremely limited so you know how to give out your gifts so that's the first form of of envy and that envy is haram the second kind of envy is that a person wishes that they had what another one has but they don't hate the fact that that person has that blessing and they don't want it to be taken away from them Right? So for example, you see someone who has beautiful character. You see someone who's generous. You say, man, you know, I wish I was that generous. MashaAllah, that's beautiful. It's beautiful that that person is generous. That person inspires me to want to be more generous. I love that about them. I, I want that. In that case, that kind of what in Arabic is called ghibt, what you could call sort of a permissible or a... Uh, recommended a desirable form of envy because you're envying them in the good without wanting anything to be taken away from them this is permissible right this is actually a good form so in arabic the one that is haram that's forbidden is called hasad is wanting the the good to be taken away 
and hating the fact that that person has that blessing. Whereas Ghibt is happy that they have that blessing and wanting it for oneself as well. And the first kind of, of envy, the envy where a person hates the fact that another person has a blessing, it stems from hatred and arrogance and greed and love of status. And that's why it's related directly to the nafs. Because the nafs is always saying, what about me? What about me? What about me? I don't want other people to benefit. I want to be the only one to benefit. I don't want other people to be complimented for whatever good that they have. I want to be the only one who's complimented. And that's why we have to be very aware and careful. And envy is one of the, the root sins of the heart, of which many other sins of the heart, like arrogance and so forth, stem from. So how do we deal with it? And I think, you know, everyone listening to this, I'm sure that you've dealt with envy at some point in your life, except for those who have been really protected and blessed by Allah never to experience something like that. But the vast majority of us, if not all of us, have experienced it at some degree in our lives. So how do we deal with it? It's a serious sin. It's something that harms us. So how do we deal with it? Imam al-Ghazali in his book, Ihya Ulum al-Din, he says there's two ways to cure envy. He says the first way to cure envy is through knowledge. Is through knowledge. He says by knowing that envy harms you spiritually with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it also harms you in a worldly sense. So you know on every level tangibly, intangibly, spiritually, worldly, in this life and in the hereafter, that envy harms you. It harms you spiritually because it's a sin and it veils you from the lordship of the divine. And it harms you in a worldly sense because it makes a person miserable and bitter. It harms you because it makes you miserable. If someone is afflicted with envy, then they're never happy with what they have. They're always looking at other people. And they don't appreciate what, what they have. And we as human beings, this could never end. There's always someone out there who will have more of something that we might want. There's always going to be someone who's more intelligent. There's always going to be someone who's wealthier. There's always going to be someone who's in better shape. There's always going to be someone who's more beautiful or more handsome. But the believer is someone who finds fulfillment in knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most generous and that he's the most wise and that he has given us so many things without us deserving it in the first place. So through knowledge, you can cure envy in knowing that it's harmful and knowing that it doesn't bring you happiness in this world. It only brings misery. That's the first way to deal with it. The second way Imam al-Ghazali mentions is curing it through action. And the way that you cure it through action is, a, is also kind of as Imam al-Ghazali, he says it's bitter, but this is the way of spiritual purification. Despite being bitter, he says you need to take the bitter medicine to taste the sweetness of being cured. Right? He says it's bitter. He says if you feel that sense of envy towards someone, then the way that you cure it through action 
is by praising the one you feel envious towards. That you praise them and you praise that very thing that you're feeling envious about. MashaAllah, they're so intelligent. MashaAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them this or that or the other. May Allah increase them. May Allah bless them in that. And that you pray that Allah gives them an increase and you act humbly towards them. That when you interact with them, you're humble. You don't try to impose yourself as better. That you're humble with them. Right? And Imam al-Ghazali says, the devil, the shaitan will tell you, you're being a hypocrite. You know deep down inside, you don't feel that way about them. You know deep down inside that you hate what they have and you wish it was taken away and they don't deserve it. So why are you being an, a hypocrite? Why don't you just give in to the way that you feel? Imam al-Ghazali says, that's going to be what the shaitan is telling you. But Imam al-Ghazali says, you have to work on it. You have to force yourself to do those things until it becomes natural and your heart is cured of envy. You have to force yourself to swallow that bitter medicine of praising them, of making dua that Allah gives them even more and of treating them with humility and kindness and forcing yourself to do that until it becomes natural. So that brings us into our call to action, which is really obvious at this point. Think of someone you might envy. And maybe, you know, maybe, inshallah, you're not someone who's afflicted with feeling envious all the time. But think of one person, whether you see a picture of them on Instagram or Facebook or they're vacationing in the Bahamas or whatever it may be, something, we're kind of exposed to all these things all the time. When you feel a small bit of envy, immediately the call to action is to make dua for that person that Allah increases them. Someone gets into the university of your dreams. Oh Allah, bless them and give them success and grant them you know, a beautiful uh, education and a beautiful life and prevent, protect them from any harm and protect them from any failure and protect them from any uh, uh, evil that might come to them. It's that simple. And Allah rewards you for that dua, blesses that person. And when you make dua for someone, the angels say, may Allah give you the same. When you pray for someone, the angels say, may Allah give you the same. So it's a win-win situation. You're cured of envy that way. That person is increased in their goodness. And you're increased in your goodness. So that's our call to action. Make dua for one person in the thing that you might feel even a small twinge of envy towards. And inshallah, by doing so, we all become more purified. Jazakumullah kul khair once again for listening. Please remember us in your duas. And once again, feel free to stay in touch via Facebook or Twitter at Soul Food FM. Jazakumullah kul khair and inshallah we'll see you tomorrow. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.